another another episode of Classroom Brew. If you're listening to this when it comes out on a Thursday, uh, this is being recorded the night before, and I have no clue what's going to happen on the day this episode comes out, which is tomorrow for me, uh, because uh, currently we're in this district versus teacher union debacle debate over whether or not to open. So, you know, rather than go into that uh, right off the bat, because uh, I've, I've, I went into the school earlier this week, and I talked about it in a previous episode how I was going to be proctoring a PSAT, so we're going to get into that, but what I am going to do is pull up the, this uh, creative writing assignment from a student, and the idea was that they were responding to Amanda Gorman's uh, poem, The Hill We Climb, and for my sophomores, it was extra credit. They didn't have to do this. But the prompt was essentially, let's respond, like, watch the video, here's the transcript of the poem, uh, let's, let's talk about it. Because we, we had great discussions on Inauguration Day while we live-streamed it, it was great. And uh, one of the options, and this is the, the option that this particular student chose, uh, was to write their own poem about the hill they climb. And, and this is not, by the way, I didn't tell them, you have to do this. I gave them the option. It was kind of like a free write. They could either reflect, or they could write a poem. So his poem goes something like this. I don't write poems. I don't write poems. I don't write poems. I don't write poems. This is why I don't write poems. Now what? The hill we climb? I don't like heights. Amanda can climb. Maybe she can carry me. But I'm too heavy. <laughs> That's the whole poem. So hats off, hats off to you, buddy. That's... Full, full credit. Whatever, whatever we can do, we're gonna, we're gonna do it for you. I posted a question. Uh, welcome to, to Classroom Brew, guys. My name is Ryan. If you've never listened before, and if you are a prominent listener or you're, you're coming back, uh, welcome back to it. I posted a, a poll on Instagram about high school reunions because, uh, spoiler, I'm gonna, I'm gonna age myself. I graduated from high school in 2011, and uh, this is the year 2021. So I got a notification about my 10-year high school reunion. And my initial thought was, like, who's going to this one? Like, why and where? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay to go to? Where is it? It's a pandemic. What what's going to happen? Anyways, so I was curious because I don't want to knock it because, you know, different strokes for different folks, as we say. We don't say that. The world says that. And uh, the poll results, we had 145 people that said, yes, I would go to my 10-year my high school reunion when asked on my uh, Instagram at Classroom Brew uh, in my story. So that's a pretty big number. But then I was surprised that a whopping 306 people said no. Uh, I guess most people are in agreement. I'm not really, I'm not really sure what the right answer is. There is no right answer. It, it's, it's do whatever your heart desires. In my case, I just wanted to join the group so I could see who was in the group because it wasn't public. But I did get an invite during the inauguration. By the way. There was the, the post-inauguration like party thing hosted by America's dad, Tom Hanks. And the whole time, they, they said that Lin-Manuel Miranda, Lin-Manuel Lululemon, he was going to be on. And part of me was just, I knew, I, I let a few people know, like I let Leo know and a few others, I'm going to mock him if he does anything cringy. Like, you know how he does like his, his raps and his freestyles and things like that? He's going to be depressed. <laughs> that's what I picture when I think of, or that's what I hear in my head. But it didn't happen, and I was a little bit disappointed, and I told my kids that, and they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, let's move on. Our objective for the day 
Um, no, so this is the the time of year I like to, it, the funnest time of the year for a teacher with kids that are failing. And in this case, we've got a lot of kids that are failing. And uh, I posted that meme about being like Elastigirl. We're being asked to be flexible, but also make sure you have a certain number of grades every single week, but be flexible and be understanding because this is really hard. For, okay, got it, cool. And I noticed that we're kind of in this territory of we're being real flexible. And I think what we're being asked to do is just enable the behavior of these kids that all day, every day, don't, they're, they're playing PS5 for, or whatever they're doing. Now, uh, we are approaching that territory that I love to call ass-kissing season. It's a crude way to put it, isn't it? Should we, uh, I feel like admin would call it equity season, being equitable, meeting all the kids where they're like, he was, he was working really hard on level 34, so he couldn't go to third period this year at all. Well, you know, we've got to meet them where they're like, it's equity season for, it should be ass whooping season, right? From the, the parents to the, it won't be, let's, let's be honest. The ass whooping is really going to be the admin coming down on the teachers. So it's, it's not ass kissing season, crude way to put it, it's ass whooping season for the teachers. Cause I know, even though I've documented, like we have to give at least 45% in like two of our four categories for grade book. And I've been documenting if the kid's missing something and we're, we're calling, we're emailing, we're, we're G chatting. We're doing everything. We're doing stuff in Google Meet. And there are still some kids that haven't done anything all year. And their grade is still like a 35% for doing nothing all year. That's pretty generous. Um, but I just know we're going to get some pressure from admin to uh, to pass them. And I, I think it's it's just enabling that behavior because we still got to get through another year. And and my thing too is last year they they changed it where it was, well, you know, we didn't see this coming. We weren't prepared. So worst case scenario, you get an incomplete so you still have to make up the class, but it doesn't impact your GPA. Or if you if your grade drops at all, you'll get a pass instead of the letter grade. So if you had an A and you got a B, then you get a pass. So it doesn't impact you in a negative way. Okay, I understand. I'm, I'm on board with that. But they said from the beginning, the district, the admin, the, every single person, we told our kids, you're going to get grades as if we were in person, as if it were normal times. This isn't going to be like it was in the spring when we didn't know what the fuck was happening. And I feel like a lot of kids knew because in, in our district, or maybe it's just our school, I don't know, things are said like you have to get your FAFSA done by this date, or you have to have your permission slip in by this time on this day. And then that day comes and goes and a kid just goes, oh, come on, please. I know I'm six weeks late, but can you? And they go, all right, that's fine. And there's a, there's a limit, right? At a certain point, you've got to recognize that there are going to be circumstances for, for this screw up, whatever it is. So if they are, are planning to do this inflexibility bullshit, like they always, or this flexibility bullshit where they go too far, why did you from the get-go say you were going to hold them accountable for grades? Like, aren't you embarrassed that you said something and you're going to go back on it? Like anytime there's like a, we do this thing every, every year when we're in person where it's like, if you're tardy to more than two classes, you'll have after school detention. It's like, you think they're going to attend that? And they're like, well, what's the penalty for not attending after school detention? They're like, well, then you get another one. It's like, see, this is like at a, at a library in like an out-of-state library. Like, if you don't return that book, you can't come to this library anymore. And we're going to, we're going to, if you walk through, we're going to, we're going to charge you a penny. I'm like, I'm not paying that penny. And they're like, okay, well, but if you ever come back to Calabasas, you're, you, <laughs> you got to pay this, this fee. And like, I'm not fucking coming back here. It's the same thing. And let me tell you, there are kids that were late every single day or just cutting class every single day. 
there was no penalty. Or, or here's what would happen. Let's say a kid punched another kid in the face. All right, you have three days of in-school. The kid does one day and they're like, well, he did very good in in-school. He felt very bad about it. We're going to let him back into class early. What? That's like, I don't, under, I don't fully understand a life sentence, 25 to life, but they're like, well, you know, good behavior in prison. Of course there was good behavior when they were in prison. They're trying to get out early because they knew that even though the judge ruled 25 to life, there was a chance it could get out on good behavior. It's the same thing. That's a really crude way of, of, that's a crude parallel I'm making there. But do you see what I'm saying? Am I completely off base? Am I just frustrated because I was in the building not that long ago? <laughs> I had to deal with people that were being rude. Um, a shout out, by the way, to our Patreon members. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if we want, I want to do a mug or a bottle opener. Um, if you're looking to get some podcast merch or to support the show, uh, we're probably going to introduce another tier. Uh, right now, we only have the two tiers, but uh, it has bonus content, bon- like bonus episodes and video episodes and behind the scenes stuff and voting power. But there's also podcast merch. So presently, we have the Classroom Brew koozies, coasters, and shot glasses. Uh, but we're hoping to get something else in there. Uh, so if you would like your your shot to, to get some of that merch, just head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. But let's jump into it. Was that a bad idea for an audio podcast to, to snap as I was saying something? But let's jump into our comment hero of the week. Welcome to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. All right, so we've got two comment heroes. Jody H. and Janice C. Let's start with Jody. So, Jody, I got a real problem with you, Jody. You might be thinking, man, he's making up these names. I'm not. By the way, I don't say their full name because I'm not trying to get people to blast them. You know what I mean? But um, Jody commented on this WMB article that was stating that student loan debt relief, Biden tells Education Department to pause payments until October. So if you didn't know, People that are paying back student loans, such as yours truly, uh, we have not been required to pay and the interest has been paused so that we aren't being penalized while that's going on. Now, all it's doing is delaying when payments, it's basically like a deferment. It doesn't mean that our debt's going away, we still have to pay it back, they're just deferring it. Some of us are paying right now so we can cut down on the principal because interest isn't accumulating. And Jody, who, what a, what a scholar. She's for sure been told that she's, spe- she's, been told she's gifted, she decides to comment, do these people a favor and teach them an ounce of responsibility by not giving them a break. Hey, did you get a stimulus check? Hmm? Who hurt you? Are you aware that it's not a break per se, maybe a break from like time, but we still have to pay it. And technically, when you think about it, it's prolonging the duration of time that we are going to be paying stuff. And granted, it's like there's a lapse in between should we do some research? Should we really dive deep on, on this Jody character? And I'm sure that other people decided to engage. I happened to see uh, Jody's stuff when it was fresh. But let's do a little bit of, a little bit of digging on, on Jody. And I recognize, by the way, that some of our comment heroes are probably going to be people that aren't proud of what they're going to say because some people hide behind an alias on Facebook. Now, Jody, 
I'm just seeing now, not only is she on Facebook, but she has rated and reviewed different places, including IHOP and Pizza Ranch. Oh. All right, let's see what she had to say about Pizza Ranch. This is the type of person we're dealing with here. I put in an order and they said 25 minutes. We got to the window to period, pick it up, and the chicken isn't done. Wouldn't it be wasn't? Wanting another 10 minutes while the pizza is getting cold on the dash. What's wrong with this picture? Question mark. So you're mad that your pizza wasn't ready right on time and you decided to take to social media at two in the afternoon. It has one like, by the way, saying doesn't recommend pizza ranch. Uh, what'd you say about IHOP? Uh, Jody, you beautiful soul. We went in at about 3.15 and we were the only table. I had a BLT and the bread was so hard it just crumbled, but the waitress was really nice. Just a few minutes from four o'clock, so she doesn't charge for my child's meal. Are you complaining? Did you get the BLT or did they get the BLT? Man, what else has she done reviews on? She's angry about when, when a theater, a movie theater, let her in or not. So Jody, I take it you write Yelp reviews. A lot. She says she's a rare breed of woman. I'm going to give you that one. Oh, hashtag boss babe. There's no competition because nobody can be me. Sweet cheeks, no one wants to be you. <laughs> she does post some very uh, optimistic stuff and very empowering stuff, I'd assume. But I, I think it's safe to say that this is not somebody I'd want to have a conversation with. You think she has uh, live, love, laugh towels? You know what I mean? Now, again, this is not to like go after them personally, but it's to go after them personally. Now, I hope, I wish you all the best, but let me just go on and say, we're still going to be paying back the loans, but some people have lost their jobs because of COVID, or some people are losing some of their financial income because sports, for example, are on pause. So those of us that make stipends can't be doing that. So how about you get off your high horse, since you're a Yelp reviewer, I guess that's going to be a very hard ask, and you don't judge what people are doing. Our second comment hero is Janice C. Now, Janice is clearly irked by the SAT. So the article is from the Trib, Chicago Tribune, the Chicago Tribune, and it says the SAT is dropping the essay section, subject and the subject matter tests to streamline during the pandemic. So they're dropping it during the pandemic. It's probably going to stick after. Let's be honest, that PSAT and the SAT is going to be done soon anyway. I think it's going to be out within the next five years. And her response, Janice, was... Ah, great, here we go. The dumbing down of America. Hold on, Janice. I don't know about you, but if you've been paying any attention, the SAT is actually not that great of an indicator. I understand why they have it, but most schools right now aren't really looking at it because it doesn't matter. Now, let's look into Janice. Janice posts things like giving yourself a point for everything you have not owned or experienced. Sea monkeys, Polaroid cameras, and shag carpeting. Now, I don't want to say that maybe she's angry and going to say a phrase. She's for sure used this phrase where it's like, well, back in my day, we did X. But she's used phrases like, back in my day, we did X. She's one of those, I walked uphill to school uh, both, uh, both ways in the snow. I saw a bunch of people posting that too. Whatever happened to snow days? And then other people are like, well, snow days? In my day, I walked eight miles to the school that was one block away. So Jody, Janice, 
You are our comment heroes of the week, and if you don't know what that means, I suggest you roll back this episode on the off chance you're listening to it, and you listen to the intro music for this segment. That's probably a perfect segue for... Oh, shit, our oh, shit segment. Hmm. Now, in the same vein, we're talking about the SAT dropping the essay portion. I was in the building for the PSAT, and this is the first time I've been in the building in months. So already, nervous. The pandemic is affecting different communities in different ways. That said, I saw my roster, and these are juniors, so I had them last year, and there were a couple names that I was like, oh boy, they gave me a real treat. So as I'm proctoring this PSAT in a lunchroom, which is way too big, for the tiny air purifier that the district has provided, an air purifier that's in the corner of the room with like no airflow. And by the way, it's 87 degrees in the lunchroom. <laughs> so where the, I have to have windows open, which I guess that's good that there are windows open. But we're, we have to space the kids out and ask me if I had to mention pulling up masks over the nose more than 30 times or more than 100 times. In both cases, you're right. <laughs> and my thing too, whether you believe in it or not, I, I deal with this at the gym all the time. These people that don't wear a mask, this one chick going, because I was like, hey, can you, can you please pull it up? I got friends in healthcare. I got family that's negatively impacted by this. I, I'm seeing, can, can you just please for our, all of our set? You're not special. She goes, do you work here? It's like, I will literally pay someone to teach you a lesson because I can't do it to you for obvious reasons. And the response that I get from this one kid that, Let's be honest, he probably hates me, and that's fine. We all have our own journeys. I'm not going to be everyone's friend. I'm not there to be your friend at all. But he responds, and by the way, I was giving out snacks during this. They got breakfast and lunch. They essentially got uh, three hours off because we were done at 1230 instead of 330 for the day. And yes, the PSAT sucks, but I didn't write it. So when I introduce the reading portion, he's like, ah, Mr. F, you're doing too much. Fuck that phrase sick of that phrase, asking you to pull up your mask because it's the policy that's written on every single wall. It's not me doing too much. Is, is that almost like, it's not abuse, so it's not gaslighting, but saying you doing too much, it's for sure belittling and patronizing, assuming like, oh, you're overreacting. There's only a pandemic. You're overreacting for asking me to pull my mask up and not walk around the room when there's clearly marked designated zones that I can be in. By the way, he fell asleep during most of the PSAT. So like, what are you, he walked out too. <laughs> like, like walks in, sees that it's me, kind of goes like, which is the most annoying sound in the world. And essentially goes, wait, how long is this? Unfortunately, it's about four hours. It'll probably take us four and a half. He walks out, walks out of the building and they somehow coaxed him back, in, back into the building. I don't know if that's a good thing or not that he came back, but I guess it's a graduation requirement to do the PSAT. So I guess that's good. Um, and, and, and my thing too is like, can you just, you haven't been in the building for a long time. You're not even attending your online classes. This is the first thing you've had to do in literally almost 365 days. Can you just play nice and not be disrespectful to the other students and to me and to the other teacher in the room for a few minutes? Or like at the end, there's procedures you have to do where they, they sign the certification statement and you have to read the things being like, don't text the, the questions that you got on this PSAT because it's real important to them, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then we got to collect everything in a certain order and all that stuff. If you've proctored, you understand, you get it. The struggle's real. And I literally say the phrase, I can have you out of here in two minutes if you guys just listen and follow directions. 
and all but one kid. And it's the same kid that I knew would be a problem and was a problem, but I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I even like made sure I like went to him first with the snacks to be like, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying for you. Can you try for me? And the whole time he's cursing me out under his mask. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't know if you know this, but I don't have any decisions, decision-making power on whether or not it's a snow day or whether or not you take the PSAT or whether or not you feel like staying awake for the 25-minute math without a calculator portion. Is this therapy? So that's my that's my thing. Doing, uh, uh. And I was being so flexible. I'm being so flexible with my students. He was like standing and walking around. I was trying to just be kind of like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you Being so flexible. But I guess Elastigirl was doing too much. Ah. Uh. So some updates, uh, we have not heard back from uh, any of the celebrities and I don't, I, I feel bad if I'm gonna out people for not responding to me because what are the odds that they're gonna see it? Uh, slim to none, they're, they're just not gonna see it. Um, but I am a little disappointed in The Rock and Monica Patman. I really felt like you were gonna be with us, uh, but no, none of them even probably read it, I bet. I didn't really check. So that's that's where we're at with that. Dead Barrister update, our, our dear dead barrister, uh, nothing up on the, on that front right there. Uh, but I will give you guys a bit of a an update on, uh, I, I had to bring a, about a, two dozen concerns about a particular person in our district. And it's been over a year and I was told it would take a month or two. And it, it's been way more than that, four to five times that estimated uh, amount of time. And recently I finally have been validated in, in my concerns and they have been proved. And, and, and now it's, now it's moving on to the next level, whatever that means. So you can almost say that, you know, as flexible as I am, I was a squeaky wheel. I was the squeakiest wheel. Where pretty much every month it was like, hey, it's been another month. Can you, can you update? And they were like, well, you know, we reassigned it to somebody because the other person left. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Can you let me know something so I can kind of figure out what to do? It's kind of a problem because it's impacting students and, and, and parents and staff members and, and also me personally. Just trying to be the squeaky wheel, trying to help and advocate. And they're like, yeah, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. And uh, over, over almost a year and a half, almost a year and a half. So maybe we'll talk about that on a bonus episode for the Patreon members, patreon.com slash classroom. My buddy Brian, by the way, he asked me a question that I didn't know how to answer because uh, he hasn't been in a high school since 2011 when we graduated. And he was basically like, do you guys do the, the Pledge of Allegiance? And I had to tell him, I... I don't know if we're just not doing it or if it's just my school because we're not really organized. Like, like let me give you context. Um, for picture day, for example, there wasn't like a, like, what is it, Follett or whoever that always does the yearbook pictures and stuff like that. Kind of like how Aramark is like the only food supplier or whatever. They didn't have like a setup with like, the, they had the backdrop, but they didn't really have like the proper lighting. Uh, they didn't really have like a tripod set up like you'd imagine. They had a screen so you could see it, but it was just kind of a guy that was just standing there and just kind of, you know, whenever someone would walk up, he'd take his place and he'd, he'd snap a picture. Like it, like different heights, different angles and distances. And sometimes he was zooming and he might've been on an angle one or two times. I think there was a Snapchat filter that got in there somehow. It, just not really organized like I'd imagine. So I'm, I'm curious and I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. Do we still do the Pledge of Allegiance? I truly don't, like before school or before school starts or at some point in the morning, are schools still doing that? Because I don't know if it's a district thing, a state thing, a, a federal thing. I'd imagine not a federal thing. I don't think Texas would be very kind to that. But 
I don't know if it's just that we're so disorganized and I don't have any input on that, that we don't do it and I don't notice it because, you know, we don't do it. And it's, I've been at this school for four or five years now. Do we still do the pledge? The, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag and the United States of America, the Bush stands under God and invisible. Separation of state doesn't, uh, church and state doesn't matter. That thing. <laughs> so let me know. Uh, do you still do the pledge of allegiance in the morning? Uh, when you're in person, of course. If you do the pledge when you're remote, it seems creepy to me, but I, I get it. But let me know if, if you are in person and you still do it uh, within the last few years, because I certainly haven't heard it in a long time. I guess this would be, this is probably a good, that's my call to action. We'll end with that. But I, I do want to give an, an ode, an ode to uh, my lovely students, <laughs> truly beautiful poetry, absolute poetry. Um, sorry for the pop on the mic there. Because I, I think it, it deserves it deserves an ode to it. So to, to recap, it was, I don't write poems, blah, 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 blah. I'm too heavy. Anyways, so here's mine. I don't appease students. I don't appease students. I don't appease students. This is why I don't appease students. Now what? The hill I climb, probably going to get in trouble by admin and forced to pass a kid. Other teachers can climb. Maybe they'll force me. But I'm too heavy. Thank you. Thank you to my students for writing such a beautiful, my student for writing such a beautiful poem. Hopefully mine is, it, it hails in comparison to the, the true artistry. So until next week, guys, check out that Patreon and uh, rate and review whatever app you're listening in. Uh, and un- until the next week's episode, class dismissed.